Hello world, welcome to Industrial Nomads, Voices on the Road. This is episode Cobretti. I've worked two jobs with Joe Castillo, aka Cobretti. In fact, on the first job we worked together in Norco, Louisiana. He gave me a ride out every morning. We worked the night shift. Each morning I got into his F1 Ford F-150 and we drove to the gate. Until he got COVID. Hmm. Yeah, and oddly enough, I did not get the COVID. But uh, we may touch on that more in a bit, maybe not. Uh, but to me, uh, a little bit about uh, how I see Joe, he is a storyteller. And what I mean by this, no, really, you, he is, he gets so engaged in talking that it, man, just pulls you in. And that's a quality that I, I don't, I guess you could <clears throat> develop it, but he's got a knack for it. Um, and, I, and I really feel like he's second to none in, in that regard. Well, let's get to it, Joe. Welcome yes, to the show. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Um, get started. Tell me a little bit about your career. Uh, I, I don't know where you were. Uh, I, I, we don't know a lot about each other, and, right. uh, but just kind of how you got into this industry. Into this industry is it's actually I now I'm not going to, but it's an interesting story. So they say I'm in. I'm a safety manager now. I'm in the safety profession. Yeah, of course, out here working these turnarounds. But they say every safety man has an accident, right? That's how they get into safety. Well, I actually was working for another company, and I actually ran into a Toyota Camry and took it out. Nobody got hurt, but somebody could easily die. And um, they told me. On the job site? On the, on the job. I want to mention the company. I was on the job. Okay. They're, yeah, they're, we... they're a global company. Yeah. And uh, I was driving the truck, making deliveries, let's just say that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so... They told me, well, you're going to have to go in front of a safety commission, and uh, we want you to write down three things that you could have done differently that morning that would have had a different end result. And I think they were talking about, like, planning and preparation. Right. That's what they were talking I didn't know what they were talking about. Because I didn't have no freaking clue about safety. So I did it, and I was in college at the time, so, you know, I'm all about PowerPoints and stuff, so I put a little PowerPoint together. I went in front of the commission. I presented my PowerPoint, and then when I was done, they said, hey, hold on one second. Can you go ahead and, and um, read the first slide of this PowerPoint? And it was one of their PowerPoints. So I read it, and they were like, just keep going. So about 30 minutes later, I had finished their entire PowerPoint. So you presented yours, mm-hmm. and then in essence, you presented theirs. And then I presented theirs. All right. And they started tossing questions at me just like to see how I would react. And when it was done, they said, dude, you have like a real talent for talking in front of crowds. Have you ever thought about getting into safety? Because it's a big part of it. And I said, I never have. And, and then years and years later, along with a whole lot of other moves, here I am now. So, so. I got to go right back to what I said in the introduction about you being engaging. <laughs> that's right there. That was what they told you. That's, <laughs> I didn't yeah, know that. That's, so, that's uh, well, cool. And so yep. from that point forward, you, you specialized in safety. Well, no, actually, so when they said go into the safety, I thought they meant, like, just a safety role. They didn't tell me that I was still going to have my regular responsibilities along <laughs> with the safety role. Yeah. And then, so it, it was still good. I, I mean, even I can't talk bad about that company. They were awesome. But, um, yeah, it was later on that I met another individual uh, who was one of my mentors um, from this industry. And... Uh, we got to talking about barbecuing and all kinds of stuff and, and, and my daughter and all that stuff. And then 
one day he found out that I was in safety and he was like, dude, I could bring you into our industry doing safety. And he's like, I can't bring you right in. You're going to have to come in on your tools, you know, learn some stuff about the plant first. And I was like, man, you know, I've been with this company 10 years. And then he showed me a paycheck. And you're like, okay. I was like, okay, yeah, where do I go? <laughs> so I made more money my first year in this industry than after 10 years with that one. So, And, and I want to you know take up to elaborate a little bit or discuss a little bit i've talked to people who have worked under you and i've been around you while you work and the industry we're in as most industries should be is is really about people relationships and how you treat each other and uh and you do have that ability your approach to most things is so practical um to the point but practical and not like attacking or invasive and i actually had a conversation with uh, another safety uh, man on the job that that was here, and he talked about how y'all met. And I think you oh, really? you brought him into the safety realm in the turnaround industry. And he told me that what you said earlier, kind of a incident maybe, is how you you getting you know get yeah. moving into safety direction. Right, right. And I think he was maybe been working. Not, nothing critical, nothing, but but he was just a little bit out of line. <clears throat> oh, I know you're yeah. talking about. I know exactly <laughs> you, who you're talking and about. And I, I would I would use his name, but yeah, yeah. but I haven't asked him. But he, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But he said you had approached him, was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And he was like, just a minute, let me finish. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> let me finish doing what I was doing wrong before. Let me finish it off. But, yeah, uh, but I know I know in talking with him about it, that was a good story. And uh, but but it, it took it back to your people skills and how you handled that and now he is a, a safety guy. Yeah, that, that, he's a safety guy. He's one of the one of the best in the field out there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. So that's your journey through there. Um, now I want to jump back, and I, I don't know your timeline. So it's all over the place. Yeah. I got a timeline that's weird. So, no. I, rapper. <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> Whole another uh, life. Yeah. Yeah. So, are there, is that does that exist still? Can I go watch that or? Uh, we... It exists, but um, like I'm not gonna. I, can't, I could freestyle right now, but I ain't gonna do it. But, <laughs> but uh, saying, is it, it is does it on exist. Anywhere? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah, okay. you can pretty much. I used to have a saying. I used to say, if you ain't heard of me, Google it. But now, since then, a whole lot of people apparently got my same name. So now, if you Google it, um, don't pay attention. I am not any part of the pornographic stuff. It's not me. It's another guy by the same name. Cobretti and Cobretti is C O C O B R E T T Y and and you'll be able to read that into in the right. intro on the but so if you go on YouTube though and if you go on YouTube yeah there's a lot Cobretti. of stuff on YouTube you can type in Cobretti um this is it's funny to talk about it now though man you can type in Cobretti Underground Lifestyle Cobretti Hood Hero and there's Cobretti Hood Hero Cobretti Hood Hero they put my nickname thing I like I it say, so. I don't like it. And then, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of songs and videos and stuff like that. How old are your kids? Oh, they're all grown, man. So they do they ever like call you and say, "Dad, I was just watching your." No, they don't watch it. They don't. <laughs> they're all into the new rappers, did and they, they don't ever, even. Consider. Did they ever watch it? Did you show it to? Oh, them? Oh, when they were kids, yeah, they would like kind of brag about it. They won't admit it now, but when they were kids, they would brag about it. Like, <laughs> That's hey, awesome. That's because they would go to the car shows, and that I was performing at, and stuff like that. And so, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, so you like performed in oh yeah, public performance kind of stuff. Oh yeah, or private performance, public. What I mean, you public. Were... No, yeah, I definitely. I used to do the whole bit, the tour, the stage, 
I, I want to say the biggest crowd I ever performed in front of was like maybe 2,000 people. It was pretty big. So, But then, you know, you do the little ones. You know, the nightclubs with 15 people and it's everybody's wife, you know, trying to support the career. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. you had 15, then you had 2,000. Yeah. That yeah. had to feel pretty cool being in front of 2,000 people. It was it was scary but sometimes. But it was cool. You get over it. Don't. Where did you tour? Like primarily Houston area or did you go uh, to out Houston, of state? Houston, Texas. I went to Mexico one time. Ew, bad experience. Never go back. Not, nope. Nope? <laughs> no. I really have no desire to go back. No. Yeah. Well. Uh, I mean, nothing no, about it, nothing about no. Mexico. I mean, I've been to Mexico three times, and I mean, I went. Okay, I just tell you know, I, I didn't that, take it that way. I was taking it as yeah, you were yeah, like yeah. you had a bad experience with the rapping situation. No, I had, I had. I'll tell you because it's an interesting story. So I know I went twice. I've been to Mexico twice to the marketplace, which is awesome, right? They got all kinds of markets and good foods and stuff like that. But this, I went on tour, and uh, we went down to Reynosa, Mexico. Which, if anybody knows Mexico, like there's so. The cartels are real deep out there and stuff. You gotta watch what you do. So we went to this. Uh, well, uh, for me, first time going into Reynosa, it, I don't know if you remember the old video game Castlevania. Yeah. Where the, yeah, the, the daylight day, would yeah, go yeah, and then yeah. the, the night. So that was Reynosa to me. Like it was like you know malls and whatevers in the valley, and then all of a sudden, like we were in Castlevania. And we went to this nightclub, and they were like, "Hey, it's ten dollars and unlimited, you know, drink." So we're in there. We perform. We do our thing. And by the time I come out, you know, there's a lot of that stuff that goes in between there. And by the time I come out, I got this guy standing in front of me in a t-shirt and blue jeans. And he's he's cussing at me. He pulls out a knife and I'm drunk and I'm, you know, ready to go. You know, I'm like, come on, here we go. And so we're about to throw down. And then I hear they're like the cops, the cops. And I'm like, the cops are coming. And they're like, no, he's the cop. And I'm like, what the hell? Wait, the guy with the knife was the, the guy cop. with the knife was the cop. And he was drunk off his ass too, and his car was right around the corner. And then all my buddies pulled up in our tour van, and they grabbed me and they threw me in the in the van. And they're like, "Dude, we gotta get you the hell out of here now!" And we were, woo, 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 woo. and uh, they told me they just said they like, "Look, dude, we're gonna be honest with you, bro. If if they get you and they realize that you're Mexican and you don't know Spanish fluently, dude, it's not gonna be good." Like. You know, it's not gonna be good at all. Like three strikes against you right like, there. Like, like, <laughs> like, like even before then, if I even make it to the court system, they were like, like we gotta get you out. Of here. You don't realize how severe this is right now, you know. So plus it was a cop, you know. Yeah. So I got out of there safe, and then I never really wanted to go back after that. That was, I mean, that was I can, my experience. That's a bad experience. That's my Mexico experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you had the rapping, and then I was aware of the the food critic. You've got several videos out now where you review foods and you'll do like head to head what do you call that right I, a food battle i don't food know battle? actually that one that you were on was the first time i did it with both restaurants i did not know that and 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 now i think i want to start doing it more it's just finding ones that can compare with each other i think it's really cool yeah like a town that has two very popular and, yeah. and that that was a really small town it had yeah. two really hot spots and you did right. head to head and right, yeah, right, right. That, that was pretty cool how many hits did you get on what is what is that I under that one, that's Cabretti twenty eight, no Cabretti two two eight. I'm sorry, it's the it's the, my one of my channels is Cabretti two. I only have two, so I have uh, Cabretti two two eight, and um, that's where I, all my stuff is in there. You can see me like playing with guns and and they do the food thing is the most recent thing, and I did it kind of like what you're doing right here. My whole purpose of the of the food critic thing was um. You know, we go on turnarounds. We go town to town. Yeah. And everybody's always like, oh, dude, if you're going to be in Louisiana, you got to check out this place. Or if you're going to be, you know, wherever, you got to check out this place. So I started 
going to those places and giving my own review because you know you hate it when it's like you go someplace and you're like man I don't know what they were talking about you know right, like right. brisket is dry or whatever so that I thought it'd be cool <clears throat> for people in our industry to just be like have a place to Google and like, has he ever been here and they or they or they offer me suggestions like dude you got to try this and that's how I get a lot of autism I get a whole bunch of people telling me you got to try this soup over here or something I'll go try it you know get that YouTube Cobretti two two eight yeah um, but not and I. That's an awesome idea because you're right. We we do go and sometimes we're at locations for an extended stay. Like mm-hmm. we can be there months or oh, yeah. years. I mean, it's uh, um, hit and miss on that part. But to know where the food is would always help. Right. Uh, and then the the latest um, you showed me a video. Kind of, I guess your latest. Uh, I'm trying to think. Experiment or uh, project? Maybe the word with the supernatural oh yeah so that 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 is gonna be my new thing i'm not gonna stop the food thing i've kind of slowed down on it because i noticed that post covid the service and food isn't back to where it was and stuff like that but i've always had an interest in paranormal um i'm actually thinking about i, I don't even talk now i'm gonna talk right here in front of a microphone on it I, i'm actually thinking about going back to school for it because i have my master's and I always said, if I go back for a doctor, and it's not going to be in safety. Right? It's going to be something go, you want. Something wanna... that intrigues me. Something yeah. that's like, you know, I'm going to want to do it. And so I, I am toying with the idea strongly about going back for a doctorate in um, parapsychology. So I don't know. Cool. But I've always had interest <laughs> in it, and I did. I'm about to launch a channel. I haven't done it yet. It's, it's it, you can find it, but I only have one thing posted. But it's a paranormal two two eight. Is it the cabinet doors? Yes. It's no, the I don't want to go any further than that. But no, I mean, it's, I could, yeah. it's, it's worth a watch. I, I, yeah. That whole deal was was really neat. And yeah. uh, the story behind it, too, that, that was fun. Right. right. And <laughs> that's what I'm going to end up. You see, you already know the story behind it. But it's good. But my approach to everything is going to be, I'm so, I'm really into the paranormal. And watching Ghost Hunters was my favorite, right? Yeah. But, like, I am so sick of watching these people say that they're ghost hunters. And then it's like look over there and then the camera's not looking over there and then they say oh I saw that but they never or, catch anything and they never catch anything uh, or, or they catch way too much every single place that they go to like stuff is floating and I'm like man you're full of it ain't no way <laughs> y'all faked all that and so I want to try to be as real as possible which is actually kind of dangerous too though, because reading on some of the background from Ghost Hunters um, and I don't know how true all that stuff is but there was a disagreement because some people were trying to keep it real they were like, no, we we know we're not gonna fake this. Like we started this real, we're gonna end. But but when the new TV shows come out and they catch all the stuff, people start watching that show instead of. And it comes back to money and right and viewers, right? right. You're and you're watching what they're doctoring up or whatever. Right, what they're so. doctoring up, and and so the other stuff became boring. But I mean, it's because they were reporting what they actually saw, you know. So I don't know. Well, I think it's a good idea. When I, I don't know where you're going to go with that, but it'd be cool if you followed up those places that just found everything everywhere. And like, yeah. You know, we didn't find anything. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You know, but... Uh, I thought about even... See, but I don't want to take away any credentials to it, but I thought about, like, during the episode, like, actually rigging some stuff up, and then you just kind of got to guess until the end and which was real and which wasn't. And then at the end, I reveal I do a that reveal. was fake and this was real. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Creative. That, yeah. I've never heard anybody so. else with that idea. So that, I like it. Uh, the uh, we went through coming into the industry that we've talked about. Uh, Cobretti, Hood Hero. <laughs> yeah, Hood Hero. 
it's going to stick with me. <laughs> food critic, uh, supernatural investigator. Uh, what I would consider a deeper, much deeper, much more serious topic. The other day you were talking about writing chapters. Right. Yeah, so you're writing a book. I am. I did just start it. I've been putting it off for years. Um, basically, there's there's and this kind of goes ties into the paranormal deal. Why I believe is um, so years after. So my daughter passed away on February fourth of two thousand and ten. She was murdered by her stepfather, her and her mother. And um, I had a premonition of it a week before. Everything in detail of the of the phone call. Not the way it happened, but I had a premonition of of her grandmother contacting me, which I hadn't talked to in 10 years. And the words that she said that night, she said, Joe, something terrible has happened. And uh, I woke up on my bed, and a week later, it, I actually got that phone call, and she actually you, said that. When you dreamed that, <clears throat> right. when you told, you told me about that uh, when we were working the last job, you said you received that call, and that got you out of bed, and you were, like, disturbed. Yeah, I was. it messed with me. It messed with me bad. And I had already kind of built up some other things, some habits that I had created. And um, it kind of didn't make sense at the time. Like, this, I used to put a uh, chair in front of the, the front door. And um, it began to be two chairs and three chairs. And then that week, from the time that I got the phone call to the time that it happened, it got the last day, the night before, I actually put all six chairs from my, my dinette and my dinette table and the sofa in front of the door and my wife was like are you going insane like what is wrong with you you know because i would do it after everybody would fall asleep but it's because i was trying i kept thinking in my mind if somebody comes through the door i need as many obstacles as possible in their You're way so that i can have time to get to my gun and stop them and then um you were building up a defense I, yeah but you I mean, just didn't know what i didn't know what i was preparing myself i actually had it got into the points where I opened a, a company called Tactical Home Security. I was going to start trying to teach people. I became an NRA firearm instructor, and I was going to try to teach people all this stuff. And I didn't know why I was doing this, but I just had this urge to do it all of a sudden. And uh, I was always into firearms, but it happened from the time that I got that phone call till the time that it actually happened. When you say you, the, that you dreamed you got the phone uh, call? I'm sorry, the, the time that I dreamt that I had the phone call. Until the time that it, the day that it actually happened on February fourth, that you your mother in law, yeah, actually my, called you, right, and and told you what had happened. She did. Yeah, a week could have. A week, and then, like after it happened, uh, I I like no longer had a need for any of it, for no chairs in front of doors, no nothing, and so, I mentioned all of that. So I, I, after all this happened, I uh, my sister gave me the number to a psychic. Very uh, known psychic, very famous. Her name is Kathleen Tucci. She's been on like Elba Winfrey show and all that stuff. I didn't know who she was, and she um, she bought me like a gift card to talk to her for half an hour. Well, I got on the phone with her, and um, I tried to not say nothing because I don't believe in it. To be honest right. with you, I didn't. Um, and she started telling me stuff that was like nobody could have known. No, there's nobody in the world. Things you never known. said. Things I never said to anybody. Right. She was on. It was. ridiculous ridiculous how close so then she winds up talking to me for free for another like two hours she tells me to call her back and i call her back again and she normally charges like 50 dollars an hour or something like that. i don't know how much she makes or whatever but i talked to her for like two days straight and um she told me she encouraged me because i told her about a whole bunch of other things in my lifestyle time and she said i need you to write all this down she said write all this down and then i'm going to co-sign with you on the book 
about our conversation and I can help you get this out. She said, I feel like it's important for you. It's not about the money. It's about getting your story out because there's something there. So I, I, it's, I've been sitting on it for years and just recently I, I created a timeline and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it on paper. I don't know if it's going to go anywhere. I don't know if I'm going to do anything with it, but for now I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and put it. Let me write it down. But if you can think it through and put it in words, you, you've mastered the thought of it, you know, is that, if that makes sense. Like that, you, it would be. You know, I'm not a writer, though. That's the thing. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm writing in my words, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Your words means. are good, man. And I we'll don't underestimate yourself. Cause, <laughs> it'd you know. be easier if I was talking it because I could talk sometimes. But well, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. And I, can you talk it and have it just record it and then go and. Right. Just a thought off the cuff, right. there, you know. but, uh, oh, but no, that's, that's a thought. That's a that's a that's a powerful story. In any way you try to cut it or put it in a box on a book, whatever. That's uh, that's a while. Um, but uh, are you? And I heard somebody. And I, did I hear? Are you a grandfather? I am. That blows my mind. I am a grandfather. I'm an old fogey man. I'm old, bro. I would say you're like. I'm early to mid forties. I'm forty four years old, man. You're younger than me. <laughs> My knees crackle when I wake up, dude. Golden on. Huh? I, yeah. Uh, yeah, that still blows my mind. But cool, man. Uh, how old's your? Uh, you have one grandchild or multiple? Yeah, one. 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 Yeah. She's actually turning three years old on Monday. This coming Monday. Just in time to be off the job. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, well, cool. Is there anything? you'd like to go into talk about record forever on the worldwide internet on web the worldwide or? internet yeah uh no plug plug for sure check out uh cobretti 228 and then your instagram handle what's your i got you on there i don't, I don't know i don't know I don't know my Instagram. I don't look. I don't know Instagram. I have it, but I don't know it. You sent it to me, but I don't. I have Snap. I have Instagram. I got that. I got. I don't know. I just. I, the only thing that I actually do is the YouTube's. So it's a uh, yeah. Cobretti two two eight and Paranormal two two eight. Two two eight. Cobretti two twenty eight and Paranormal two twenty eight. That's Cobretti C O B R E T T Y. Yeah. Um, you well, know wait. what? I've this whole time been saying wrong. Sorry, it's two two eight Paranormal. <laughs> so Cobretti two twenty eight to Cobretti two twenty eight and then two twenty eight paranormal. Yeah. Okay, but on there maybe you can put a link to your Instagram so that way people can follow you. on If there. I can figure it out, I will. I, you can figure it out. I have <laughs> I'm, no I'm doubt. Sure <laughs> I got to research it, but yeah. Uh, well, I I certainly appreciate you taking the time uh, to be a part of my little project. And, oh yeah. You know, it's, awesome. Um, ho- hopefully, we'll work together again and uh, get keep me posted on your projects as they progress and I, I do have you on instagram and i do look at you on youtube so i'll i'll keep oh. up in that regard Ten. Oh. but uh and thanks to all of you uh who listened in take the time much appreciated hope you enjoy our stories um until next time take care of yourselves and each other signing off